1: Free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
0: Welcome back inside the lab. Everybody that is the locked on fantasy hockey podcast alongside your esteemed co-hosts, Mr. Steel Roden and your boy, big flip Livingstone. Thank you for being here for today's episode, where we'll be taking a look at some players maybe we should have drafted, big time bets, and a whole lot of fire fantasy content. Let's get right to it.
2: You're locked on fantasy hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to your show. It is the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, Wednesday edition. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day. We see and appreciate all that love. 650 subscribers on YouTube. Couldn't have done it without everybody. We are right on that doorstep, and we are proud of it. We're also proud of all of the fantasy content we've been throwing your way. We hope you've been enjoying it as well. That continues on today's episode, people, with a look into some of the top players that we should have drafted, some players that we maybe missed out on, Steele and I are going to go back to the draft, take a look at where, when, why, and how, so we can better understand where these players are headed. This is going to be good for all you daily fantasy cats out there looking to make some coin, which we'll be doing at the end of the episode, taking a look at big time bets. You know we got to pay these bills, baby, but Steele. This is an interesting little angle that you and I haven't done before. We're going to take a look at some of the misses, some of the players we wished we drafted, maybe some of the guys we did draft and where let's get right to it. My friend, your top five, I got four or five guys. Let's get into it.
3: Yeah. Digging deep down the rabbit hole here to, you know, look back and recap our draft that we have with our fantasy fans out there and our listeners. So right off the jump, it was very, very obvious for me. And I've mentioned this many, many times um on the podcast about taking a goalie in the first round and i think Mm. for me that was not that i dislike having andre vasilevsky because he's a great fantastic top two goalie in the league right now um but it for me i just don't like drafting goalies in the first round and that was my mistake he's got an 898 save percentage 3.10 goals against average the stats have just not been there he hasn't been there and that's really why I wish I would have drafted David Pasternak in the first round with my eleventh overall pick. Mm. He fell all the way to twenty-second overall, which you know at the time I thought he was a second-round draft. Looking at his stats so far in the first month and a half, he's a mm-hmm. top uh, round first. Uh, he's a top round pick in my opinion. Yep. Now nine goals, twenty-six points in fifteen games. He's so got good. eighty-four shots on net and nineteen hits. He's averaging almost six shots a game, which is just absolutely absurd to see the chemistry he continues to have with Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron, new guys, Taylor Hall, Jake DeBrusque. It's just absolutely incredible to witness. He elevates everyone around him. So that's why I wish I drafted David Pasternak.
0: Yeah, and the thing is with Vasilevsky, you know, I didn't even hate the pick at the time because I'm going to talk about a a goaltending situation that I think I messed up in the second round of our draft. I took some heat for taking Sorokin very early, (laughs) even though he has been good. I wish I waited for another goaltender who's been just as good. But I'm with you on this Pasternak take because I could have grabbed him as well with my pick in the second round. He was still out there, so I messed up big time. I told you on yesterday's episode that I ate some hat and some crow about Joe Pavelski (laughs) took him down. He's been fire. I was expecting a step back from the Boston Bruins and it has been the opposite. So we got to eat some hat and some crow on that one. One more time. Sad for both of us that we didn't take David Pasternak. (laughs) Look, I wish I waited until 55th overall, which is where Jake Ottinger went in our draft 55th overall. I took Sororkin in the second round, 20th overall, and I understand he's been pretty good too, and the New York Islanders are creeping up the top of that Metro Division standings, which is also impressive. Not trying to take away from that, but if you look at those other pieces that were out there, and these are the three that I wish I drafted aside from Ottinger. If I wasn't taking him, it would have been Pasternak or even Sid or even Brady Kachuk were all still around at the time when I took Sororkin, 20th overall. So I wish I waited. I wish I took Jake Ottinger and even some of those other players that you took, steal, He was number one on my list because of how good he's been this season. 6-2-0, 1.80 goals against average, and a 9.38 save percentage. That was my first slip. I like that we're going, we're being honest here, people. Where we messed up and where these good players are on heaters now, that's more yeah. the takeaway. Take a look at some of these players and some of these options. They might be out there, or you're just going to have to finagle a trade, steal because some of them are good. David Pasternak, worth the price of admission.
3: Yeah, and, you know, I'm going to go right over to your team actually next with a guy that I, that I passed up on. I ended up drafting Johnny Goudreau. I took a shot on him, you know, joining this new organization with the Blue Jackets. I took a shot at him at 62nd overall. He's been okay. There's been yep. times where he's been invisible out there. You can barely mm. notice him in the jersey for the Columbus Blue Jackets. He's got six goals, 12 points, and 14 games. It's all right. It's whatever. Yep. But looking at your team – you drafting Nick Suzuki at 68th overall was absolutely phenomenal. I'm not Appreciate sure it. why I passed up on this kid. He's been incredible to watch every single time alongside mm. uh, Cole Caulfield, Kirby Doc, whoever he's playing with on that yep. right hand side. 10 goals, 19 points in 15 games on the season. He does a little bit of everything. 37 shots, 10 blocks, 7 hits. Um You know, just the leadership that he's, you know, exemplified so far ever since he's got the C on his jersey as well. Incredible to witness this young player, this young man, you know, fulfilling what the Montreal Canadiens really wanted him to blossom into. And he's been absolutely outstanding. So I really wish that I drafted Nick Suzuki.
0: Two things right off the bat. The Montreal Canadiens hit it out the park with this kid, acquiring him, naming him captain and otherwise. The team has started to point in the right direction since Kent Hughes and Marty St. Louis have been brought in. So hats off to them because they have also been a lot better than I expected. And a big reason has been the points that you just brought up with one of my favorite players in the NHL in Nick Suzuki. This kid does it all and he seems to be getting better steel. Yeah. He doesn't make many mistakes. He's level-headed. He doesn't take dumb penalties. He's doing exactly what a captain needs to do on and off the ice. I could talk at length about Nick Suzuki. <laughs> (laughs) I got lucky taking him when I did, so thank you for that credit because the rest of this episode is talking about our mess-ups, the players we wish we drafted. We're being honest here, people. Big-time bets are coming up. I got to hit you very quickly off the top with a little bit of info from our friends at Built Bar. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar because, for one second, we got to talk about these reimagined new flavors from our friends at Built Cookie Dough Topper, Coconut Brownie Bar, and the Coconut Brownie Topper. This is all delicious and it is insanely tasty. Don't mess around, just sink your teeth into the first bite and it'll change your life forever. At Built, they are revolutionizing nutrition, and you know it because it's 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein, and shockingly low sugar and calories. That's right, just 130. The magical, wonderful time after you eat a Built bar is just sensational. Just make sure you go to built.com, get yourself a new box of Built. You got to try this. Get 15% off your order right now by using the code LOCKEDON15 at built.com. That's right. Get 15% off your order right now by using the code LOCKEDON15 at built.com.
2: What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here. And let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC.
3: Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. For your second listen, though, please go check out Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, instant recaps, instant reactions, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode and hit that subscribe and follow button. We really do appreciate all the love and support out there. And Flip, let's talk about who you wish you drafted next uh, on your list. Thank
0: you very much. You mentioned uh, this much maligned Columbus Blue Jackets crew who has you know been dealt a couple of tough injuries here Steel yes, Rewenski, <laughs> I think, might be the most critical to their success. Yeah. Patrick Liney I think they could have gotten by without maybe. But still, this next injury to Patrick Laine, I took him 53rd overall. I think that was a fair spot to take a guy like Laine in the fifth round, fifth, sixth round. But him getting hurt and only putting up two goals and two assists while he's been in there and his eight games in there, not good enough even when he was in there healthy. He's injured again. He's now out for another month. That makes me wish I took a guy who was gone at sixty sixth overall and William Nylander steal or yeah. even a guy like Drake Batherson, 80th overall. Willie Nylander, despite what you want to say about the ups and downs about the Toronto Maple Leafs this year, has been pretty solid. Six goals, nine assists for 15 points. I wish I would have taken a flyer on Willie. I could have even waited one more round, potentially, Steele. If I'm sitting with William Nylander right now in our league, instead of two goals from Patrick Laine, I might be in much better position over my first two weeks. That's just how bad Patrick Laine has produced this season. Obviously, injuries playing a part.
3: Yeah, and that's how the injuries just kind of fold out. You can't really predict these things. And it just seems that over the last couple of years, he's just dealt with these very fluky situations, getting hit in corners and just awkwardly tweaking something on his
0: body or puck to the ankle
3: so yep. it's just and very quickly though steal.
0: one other guy who was out there just after both those players i mentioned who's also been amazing this season vincent trocek would have been a guy i would have loved yeah. to have on my team who was taken 84th overall so sorry but please continue
3: no uh, and that's a great point
0: as well i've actually tried trading for him in multiple leagues you know he's yeah.
3: playing well again he's well executed on the top six forward group mm-hmm. whether he's with panarin or sabinajad uh, I, I don't know what the points are right now, but he's putting up over 60 shots, 50 hits, a couple yeah, of blocks he's been in there great. as well. So he just pretty much does all the peripheral categories that you could ever ask mm-hmm. for. for me, I'm jumping up to the eighth round here, I believe it okay. is. I ended up drafting Braden Point, 86 mm. overall. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't do this over again. He's yes. got six goals and 16 points in 15 games. Been absolutely incredible as well. Mm. 42 shots, 8 hits, 8 blocks. There's a a lot to love about Braden Point. But looking back at this, I really do think my team struggles a little bit on the blue line in my defensive category. Mm -hmm. I do have Victor Hedman. I do have Devin Taves. Or, sorry, I have Aaron Ekblad. I have Devin Taves. I went a little early with uh, Aaron Ekblad. But I really wish I drafted a guy like Dougie Hamilton, who went 88th overall, two picks after I drafted Braden Point. He's pretty much on the, you know, as of right now, he's putting up the same points offensively, four goals, 12 points in 14 games, but he does everything else better. He's got more shots than point 56 shots so far, 13 blocks, Mm. 10 hits. Mm. The peripherals are adding up for Dougie Hamilton. And I really wish I would have solidified uh, and bolstered my defensive group with a guy like that.
0: Such a good vibe going on with the New Jersey Devils and so many good fantasy (laughs) pieces benefiting from this nine game heater that they're on, you know, that might snap. That, are they playing? They're playing tonight again, or? Playing tonight? No, they played last night against the Canadians. There you go. Thank you. So we don't know if that streak continued. We'll see how it goes. You know, we record a little early, people hang with us. But another takeaway here with these with these takes, Steele, if you mind, if you don't mind, is actually taking a look at these guys for daily fantasy because right now, all of these guys are going to be valuable to making some money night in and night out. So obviously, you can't go out there and redraft them, even though that's what we're talking about doing today, because we need to pay these bills. You can also still make some money in these situations by taking a look at these players on DraftKings, FanDuel, or otherwise. Make sure you take a look at our big-time bets. Those are coming up. Steel, one more mess-up, maybe two more we got here of these picks, players that I wish I would have taken. I'm heading to the goaltending situation that I started with. This is a volatile spot. I've talked about it. I sound like a broken record, but it's because I've been burned by it so many times. You can recover from injuries up front. You can recover from injuries to your D or poor picks to both a lot easier than, the mess ups in the crease so when I took Anton Forsberg obviously at 125th overall in the 11th round I thought it was a decent spot it could have been even high at the time but I was just so high on these uh, Ottawa Senators and they have not performed and he hasn't really performed well he's given up a lot of muffins three six and oh he's also been hung out to dry by this weak defensive yeah. core goals against and an 8.99 save percentage is also just not good enough. So I really should have taken a look at a guy like Vili Huso, who I know has had one or two blips on the radar, but he's filled out the categories nicely this season. 5-2-0, 2.5 goals against, two shutouts, 9.20 save percentage. i much rather wish I would have. I could have even waited because he went that same round later in the round for Vili Huso. I would have taken him for sure. Wish I drafted him over Anton Forsberg.
3: Yeah, and that's the problem, you know, with drafting goalies. We've seen that a lot this year with just high-scoring games, goalies not being themselves, them spells. Uh, Mark-Andre Fleury back at the beginning of the season. You see Sorrow still up to date. Basilevsky in that group. There's a yeah. bunch of goalies that just have not lived up to par. So no blame whatsoever for taking a shot on a guy like Anton Forsberg, especially you. with Cam Talbot. Uh, with the injury he was dealing with. And just how much hype in coming into
0: the season for the Senators. Exactly. Sens, you know? like, we couldn't have predicted this rough start. You know it's probably going to be a 50 split for these guys down the stretch, but the Ottawa Senators are giving up goals and playing some interestingly bad hockey on the regular. That's not a good trait. Lots of time for them to turn it around, but they're in trouble in Ottawa, like I said on yesterday's episode. We're not going to go down that route. Who else are you wishing you drafted, Steele? I got one more guy. Hit me with your takes. Well, I got two more guys, so I'll just uh, make this one pretty short on the
3: first one. But I ended up drafting Michael Bunting, 131st overall. And I think I really got caught up Mm. in the hype about, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously his rookie season, putting up 60 points, playing alongside Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews. I got caught up in the hype. Haven't you know, besides obviously that incredible rookie season, there wasn't much to go on for him? Mm. Only got two goals, six points in 16 games so far this year. Yeah, we talked about this guy last week. And who would you rather? I could have got Troy Terry, who ended up going 136th overall. He's got six goals, 19 points, over 45 shots, continues to get better and better every single game. And even though he doesn't have the type of talent that Bunting is playing with. He is the talent. Him and Trevor Zedrus are just absolutely incredible. Yes. No, it doesn't matter that the team is bad. They continue no. to, to continue to put up points. So I wish I drafted Troy Terry instead of Michael Bunting.
0: I think that is just speaks to how good those two players are and how good they could be if they had some more talent around them. The Troy Terry and Trevor Zegras combination, and if they could maybe get a little bit support from that Ducks blue line that doesn't have a whole lot going on offensively at all. Too many Kevin Shattenkirks around on that blue line still. doesn't make me happy about the support that that forward group, which is also quite thin in the bottom, doesn't get enough support. I love that take steal. That would have been... Man, again, a couple of these picks differently. You and I would be. We're turning around, by the way, people. Started yeah, off Steelers looking. Week. Steals creeping up the board. Your boys creeping. A positive week last week, so you know, stay, stay tight here in these leagues, people. Because <laughs> even if you were off to bad starts. Taking a look at some of these players that you missed out on, like I said, they're not going to be out there on the waiver wire or anything like that because these players are top tier. We're talking about players who have been really good that we should have drafted, but you can maybe go out there and make a move. And like I said, I mentioned that DFS angle, so make sure you hammer that. Big time bets in a second here, steal one more player. I took Andrew Mangiapane. I took him 173rd (laughs) overall. That was the 18th round. He came off a really good year. I bought into the hype, and I know he's turned it on a tiny little bit. Three goals and three assists is not good enough. When I wish I drafted Bo Horvat, who yeah. is still available at 181 overall. He went a whole round later. I could have gotten a guy who has 13 goals and four assists. I have him in a keeper league. I traded him away. We just talked about that yeah. for Aiden Hill and my package of players. I love me some Bo Horvat. I wish I drafted him in this league because, man, he is looking good. And that trade that I made, now starting to look a little bit more even for my man who continues to get a lot of production out of Bo Horvat. He's looking great, and that's
3: exactly where I'm going with my final player as well. I ended up drafting Jakob Slavin at 179th overall. He's only got three assists. You know, he does a little bit of the peripherals, 37 shots, 29 blocks, 11 hits. But at the end of the day, if you're not putting up points on a regular basis, it just doesn't really add up, add up to a much or a ton of value for me. And especially now looking at it, when I could have got Bo Horvat at 181st, two picks after I picked Slavin, yeah, it man. just, it was a big mess up, a big toss up for Both me. Both of us. But like you said, 13 goals, 17 points, continuing to prove why he's the captain, the leader, no matter where he is in the lineup, he's getting things done, especially on the power play. The guy's a special teams unit. So I'm right there with you. Wish I drafted Bo Horvat, especially that late in a draft.
0: Before we go to break, I totally agree. But what I'll also say is if the Vancouver Canucks don't figure it out this year, someone has a big payday coming because I believe he is, I don't, I don't know UFA or RFA, but I believe his contract is expiring. And if things are starting to go even more south in Vancouver, I don't know about you, but some team is going to throw a whole bunch of money at Bo Horvat to go somewhere yeah. else. And if you're him, you've done everything and then some for this Vancouver team, especially looking like it this year. So that's a whole other conversation. That might be a part of our off-season content steal. <laughs> but we still got a whole lot of season, regular season action, and big-time bets coming up, baby, right around the corner. Steal's on a heater. Let's see if he can stay hot.
2: What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked on Devils here. And let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC.
3: I hope I can, but thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Please hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. Flip and I appreciate all the love and support out there. And thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. Big time bets coming up right now. Flip, Mm -hmm. if you don't mind. I would really love to kick things off with this. Please do. Um, I'm feeling real confident. Mm. The juices are flowing. The bets are hitting for
0: me. Something tells Um, me we're going to have a couple of the same bets tonight because there's only three games on the board.
3: I don't think we are. Because I'm going back to the flip, triple, dip, baby. Oh, baby. baby. Nope. Go ahead, pal. Coming from that Ottawa senators buffalo Sabers game. That's where I'm looking at right now. Trip, flip, triple, dip. I'm going to start off with the Senators on the money line, though. I'm taking the Senators on the money line at minus 160. We talked about how bad the Sabres are in the month of November. Uh, Even with the injuries to the Senators, they they still look really, really good. They're playing good hockey. A couple of unfortunate bounces and breakdowns in their defensive zone. But I still think that they're a great hockey team. Me too. I'm also going to take Tim Stutzla, anytime assist. He's been absolutely fantastic. He's Thank got you. nine points in his last six games, five of those being assists. I'm going to take any time assists from Tim Stutzler. You're right. He's been absolutely incredible for Thank me so you. far. He's starting to heat up as well. We'll see what his per, uh, production is at the end of the season. But as of right now, he's been fantastic. Vet- been still, fantastic
0: still saying 80 points baby still saying 80 I'm, points I'm i haven't written sure. down I'm steel we sure. have some loot on that somewhere i got some notes i'm We're not going sure back if he's to getting
3: that. to 80 but he's been absolutely incredible so far What's and then the lock? To, and then to top it all off this isn't my lock i'm just i haven't decided oh, okay. which my lock is yet but okay the i'm gonna i'm gonna gamble a little bit i'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna take a little risk here i'm gonna do the under six and a half goals in the game at plus 110 i think it's some good odds as well okay and again bold. i think both these teams have been struggling they they do have some powerhouses up front on both sides of the team but i'm gonna bet on cam talbot to stand on his head i could see
0: okay. a 4-1 even a 5-1 game from the audible senators interesting that is bold and can i clarify are these single bets or are you going to maybe parlay these together These are going to be single bets and a parlay. So I'm going to do both of these. But again, my lock of the night is the
3: Senators on the money line at minus 160.
0: Yeah, you do a little same game parlay and get a little spicy with, you know, maybe a 10 or a 20 bet for fun. You know, keep it light, people. Bet whatever is comfortable for you. We're just here to lend a helping hand, which I am going to continue to try to do with the three picks that I have tonight. And let me fire off my first one just to put a little bit support behind my boy Steele sends on the money line let's get it out of the way early minus 148 is what i have on the early line these lines are fluctuating they could have come down they could have gone up don't hold me to it people make sure you're checking out our friends at betonline.net for the latest that's a free plug for y'all The Sens on the money line just feels like the move here, Steele. They have an opportunity to pounce on a bad team that is reeling. We know they don't play well in the month of November. You called that a long time ago, and the proof is now in the pudding. I believe it is. Is it five straight for the Sabres in a row? Five or six at this point. It's been a Let me take a look. Let me take a look. Let me take a quick look. It is now five games, including a couple of ugly ones. 4-1 against the Arizona Arizona Coyotes. 7-4 against the Vegas Golden Knights, and then a 3-1 dust up at the Boston Bruins. Their last
3: five losses, they've lost by more than two goals. So it's just been uh, domination from
0: the Thank you very much, the Ottawa Senators, even though they are dealing with some injuries. I like them to win tonight. Give me them on the money line, like I said, minus 148. Second pick, you and I have not talked nearly enough about how good A guy named Connor McDavid has been for the Edmonton Oilers. I know we're all over it off air, but we have not talked enough about it on air. The man is on pace, 82 game pace, 164 points, which would break his career record by 10. I don't think he's going to get 164, but my goodness, if anyone can do it, it's Connor McDavid. 22 points over the last 10 games. He is on a tear. You're going to have to take a little bit of juice here, but give me Connor McDavid against the LA Kings over one and a half points. That means he's got to get two or more points, which he has done more than he has not this season, which is crazy. Oh, also before you get even more excited about this pick, and you know, I like to do me some head to head research in 24 regular season games against the LA Kings, 32 points for Connor McDavid. He loves to play against these Kings team. He loves to play against everyone. (laughs) Thank you. But especially that in only 24 games, that's impressive. You know what I like to do with these numbers, Steele. I'm selling these picks, baby. (laughs) Give me the Connor McDavid over one and a half points. I'll tweet out the updated odds later tonight. My lock of the night, though, Steele. and I thought you were going to be on this one because of how they've turned it around of late. It's the St. Louis Blues on the road against the Chicago Blackhawks team, which is also starting to lose games with regularity. The Blues are 7-1 in their last eight games against Chicago. The Chicago team is just not good. I know that they lost 3-0 the other night against a good Carolina team, but they also got shut out two nights before against the Winnipeg Jets, lost against L.A., then were on a three-game losing streak before that. They're just not a good team, dealing with some big injuries, the Blues are starting to play better. I like everything for this spot. Blues on the money line. That's my lock of the night. Yeah, I said this in yesterday's episode probably that I think we've seen the
3: worst from the St. Louis yeah. Blues, especially on that eight-game losing streak. So big ways to turn around. A big win against Vegas the other night. uh, big win against the Colorado Avalanche as well. So let's see if they can continue uh, continue to get the ball rolling and head back up the uh, standings in their division. With that being said, please our locks of the night we've been hitting we're on a heater right now please tune in and put some money down because we have been absolutely phenomenal so far Mm -hmm. thank you so much for making the locked on fantasy hockey podcast your first listen every day once again please make sure your next listen is locked on sports today podcast the biggest stories of the day instant reactions big game recaps and the take of the day available on the odyssey app youtube and wherever you get your Thank you so much again for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow.
0: Peace.
2: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.